This is Three Women and a Bottle of Wine. Three friends. Three former TV reporters. And one bottle of wine. We're delving into whatever interests us. News, not news, it's what affects our lives because it's probably affecting yours too. I'm Kim Inslee. I'm Lynn Melling. And I'm Julie Barkey. And now on with the pod. Three women and a bottle of wine are, at least for this podcast, four women and pints of beer. We're at Finnegan's. It's a wonderful pub in Minneapolis, and it's also a contributor of locally brewed beer to create amazing goodness in a crust. I'm talking about Sarah's Tipsy Pies, and Sarah's our guest today. Welcome, Sarah. But first, let's talk a little bit, Sarah, about Finnegan's, your connection, and this great beer that we're all enjoying. Yes, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, The what is this, the cluster truck? Cluster truck. Yes. I was I, afraid to say that <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> I, right. I, I have the stoutiest stout they have, and I forgot what he said, what it was, tartan something, but it's so good. It, it looks really good. It's really good. It's a Scottish... I didn't know there, there was got a yeah. stout. Say and you got that the, later. Sarah, you got the blueberry something. I got the blueberry something, yeah. Oh, it's good. Like a pie. It is. A pie in a, in a glass. In a glass. And I didn't <laughs> realize that this place only had beers, and they're all locally produced beers. It's all done right here. Yes. Which is fantastic. And 100% of the profits from Finnegan's goes back into the community. Really? Yes. I didn't know that Jackie either. Jackie Bertrand, shout awesome. out. Yep. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. We have a great location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're very lucky. Thank you to Finnegan's for hosting us and the beer. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so Sarah, so yeah, you have a partnership with Finnegan's. And um, why was it important for you to partner with local companies for your product? And h- how does it all how does it all work together? How do you get beer into a pie? Well, um, when we started out, we we always wanted to be collaborative. And when I met Jackie and heard her story, I was just so amazed that this is a really strong woman. And she's you know, built this whole company and gives back. And, you know, she's like a role model for, you know, Tipsy Pies when we, you know, just began and we're still with her. So we're really thankful for our connections with her. Um, Pies of the Purpose is going strong. We actually added a new, um, besides the Down Syndrome Association, then we also added Valley Friendship Club, which is a uh, nonprofit for kids with and without disabilities in, based in Stillwater. Why don't you talk a little bit more about Pies with a Purpose and, and kind of in- explain to our listeners what that is. Sure. So Pies with a Purpose is um, Finnegan's donates the beer to my company. And then the Finnegan Pies that we produce for weddings, part of the proceeds go back to the Down Syndrome Association and Valley Friendship Club. So it's called Pies with a Purpose, Give More Than Love. And um, it's a great way, you know, weddings are uh, are probably our better um, profit margin, really. And we do a lot of weddings. And really? so, yeah, it's so a great. So instead of cakes, people are going yeah, to pies. Yeah, we did 38 weddings last year. That's incredible. So yeah. Google either Sarah's Tipsy Pies or Pies with a Purpose, and mm-hmm. that will get me to the place where I can order these. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, you have five children. <laughs> I, I do. Which maybe is the answer to my next question, which is how did you think about putting booze in pies? But I mean, tell us a little bit about how this started. Um, well, basically, the five kids, the triplets went back, went to school, to kindergarten. And my husband had said, you know, let's try to think about a job for you because it's expensive to have five children and sure. a house and a dog. and. You have a dog. I have a dog named Tyson. (laughs) Yes. You're a saint. Her Um, dog, really, I've known Sarah for many years. Her dog is probably the most chill dog you've ever encountered. With five kids, he probably needed to balance it out. It's the dog that wants his um, insulin shot so he can have his treat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, really. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, anyways, it just pretty much 
the whole idea of a pie company was never anything on my radar. It really did fall in my lap. Had um, you ever done any kind of a business before? I mean, no. you built this from the no. ground up. I was a stay-at-home mom for 11 years. I have a degree in counseling. But, you know, my dream was to stay at home and be a stay-at-home mom. That was my thing. And then I loved it. But, you know, at some point I kind of realized I just needed a little bit more and I needed some identity of my own that I could create. Because I think as moms we get a lot of labels stuck to us. Mm-hmm. I was the triplet mom and I was the mom with the kid with the Down syndrome and, you know, all those kind of things. And I was a wife and a mom, sister. And I wanted something that was about me and who I was. And amazing, this whole pie thing fell Bo- in my bo- lap booze and pies though yeah. I, I'm getting, right? I keep getting back to that it would not occur to me to do that yeah. was that an accident or it, well it was in February and I was looking for different uh, recipes and I remember my mom made grasshopper pie oh and I had oh, gone to a chamber delicious. of commerce meeting and they had said you know you can have a great company but you have to niche yourself and what can you do to niche yourself then mm. this is when Liftbridge was really growing and they were our new local uh, brewery and uh, I called them, left a cold message, and said, I want to put beer in my pie. What do you think? And they actually called me back. And within days, we were, or I was sitting at their brewery, actually, at 8 in the morning drinking beer. And I felt so naughty to be a stay-at-home <laughs> mom drinking beer. And to them, it was like, you know, it's like milk. But um, that's where it all started. I mean, that's really what changed Rustic Pies with Stillwater into Tipsy Pies. It was because of Liftbridge. So, and that is so yeah. exciting. So let's, Sarah, let's paint this picture. So here you are, a stay-at-home mom, five kids, one with Down syndrome, triplets, mm-hmm. an older son who, you know, I'm blessed to have known you for a very long time. Our older sons were friends back in grade school, right. and that's how we connected. A lot of people, a lot of our listeners, I would imagine, are probably thinking they might want to make some kind of a step as well in terms of either self-employment or getting back out into the workforce. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? If you could give some advice making that transition from home to this new next chapter, what would that be? And, and kind of take us on your journey a little bit deeper. Well, I think you just need to jump. You know, sometimes you don't have to have the whole business plan written out. I didn't. I think that sometimes you just have to have some faith and, and know what your work ethic will need to be, which has to be really strong. I mean, I've worked really, really hard for as you know as long as I've started. But, you know, don't make excuses. You just have to start. And when does somebody know that they're ready to start? I don't think you ever know that you're ready. You just have to start. And then you have to see if the concept and the idea works. I think you'll have a, a gut feeling, you know, like our, for me, I just I don't know. I didn't know. I don't. I guess I don't want to say. It. I don't know that it was going to work. All I wanted it. I, all I knew is that I really wanted it to work because I couldn't imagine the end. I loved every day going to Fresh Fields and making pies and learning and being with other creative bakers. So was that an incubator kitchen? That- well, Fresh Fields was actually a bakery in Stillwater, okay. and it was my daughter Maddie's best friend's dad who owned the building. He who who owned the company, mm-hmm. and so he, we had more for dinner. And uh, we were talking about my mom who had just passed away about a year before, and she made pie for everybody. And for me, that was probably another part of it is that I just miss my mom. And I think food is such a comforting thing, mm-hmm. and it carries on tradition. And people don't know how to make crust anymore. They allow the the fear of it to hold them back. And so I think with anything, don't let the fear hold you back. You know, I think you have to be realistic and you have to have some idea of what you're doing. But, you know, there are lots of people who have done what you've already done. So don't think you have to do it alone. And you can certainly talk to other people and 
how did, how did you navigate this though and your family i think for a lot of people who are currently mm -hmm. at home that would probably be the big concern or the one big drawback that maybe their families won't get the attention they're used to well i think i struggle with that still today i'm not the mom i was but i think i bring more qualities and more lessons to my kids now because of what i've done but I do struggle. I mean, I don't always make food for my kids at lunchtime during the summer. And I've been at farmer's markets. And, but I've learned that it doesn't matter where you are with your kids as long as you're with them. So my kids came to the bakery. My kids came mm -hmm. to events and farmer's markets. And it wasn't always fun. I mean, sometimes it was actually quite hellish to have them with me. <laughs> you know, because if I... Let's be honest. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it was. But it doesn't matter what we're doing as long as we're together. And that's what we had to do. And... I have been out of my home for quite a bit, and I do have a really great husband who is not always appreciative of Tipsy Pies because it has taken his wife away a lot. But, you know, it's the idea that at the end, and we can sell the company, that it benefits everybody. I mean, maybe this could pay off my kids' college, mm -hmm. you know, tuition someday. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe. Well, you know. And you've had incredible success. I mean, so we're talking about pies, but just to, dear listeners, just so you, you can understand exactly how great they are, um, you broke the record for the fastest business to be accepted to the Minnesota State Fair. Um, so let's just take a step back and appreciate what a huge accomplishment mm -hmm. that is. Can you just explain the process for people who don't know about the fair and how that ho that works? Can you just talk us through, sure. through that? Um, so basically, is there if you go online and you'll find an application and you download it and fill it out and send it in, and then you wait. And typically you wait five years is what the average wait is. Um, it's explained to me that it is the worst um, odds in a lottery t to get into the state fair. Have you buying, been buying Powerball tickets <laughs> I know, <now>? right? <laughs> I probably should have. Um, but I never thought I would get in. I mean, I really, and that is as sincere as I can be, I just... I think I was just kind of bored that day and thought, well, that might be kind of fun in five years and I could get into that and how great would that And then I got in six weeks later and then it was like, oh my God. Because what you have to crank up and then now, Yeah, and everything, we made our crust at that time. We did all the filling. We changed everything. We changed how we made our filling. We changed the, you know, the crust production and we had to hire staff and we had debt for the first time ever. Wow. Scary. Yeah, Really absolutely. scary. We just a crash course in business ownership large volume yeah i mean it was insane well, and that's all it. at once yeah, all yeah. At once. and that's Six a testament weeks. to not only your pies but your business acumen i mean a lot of businesses that's when they fail is when they get really successful and they can't keep up with orders and yeah. so clearly you got to head for business too and who knew i never ever saw myself in business my degrees in counseling I like, a, I like people a woman who organizes five children three <laughs> triplets and mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the pies so we're going to put a picture of the pies on our facebook page because they're amazing looking but sell these pies i mean wh what kind of flavors are these savory are these sweet how does this work we started out with sweet so we have for um our um, caramel apple it's called krausing caramel apple and that's made with our finnegan pie our finnegan beer it's an irish amber ale we have uh dubliner um whiskey is our new partner and we do an irish pecan with that one and a peach we also use two gingers. We use wine from uh, our area as well, St. Croix, or Chateau St. Croix. Um, but yeah, they're just 
uh, it's a few infused flavor in a traditional pie. And let's not forget the one that tends to win a lot of awards and definitely praise the boozy the blueberry boozy lemon. lemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, boozy blueberry. Yeah. So, what's the, the favorite state alone. fair? What was the what was the one that got hit at the state fair? <laughs> the onion gouda, our savory pies. Oh, I, I remember so about that. That pie ran out on day two of twelve days. So we wow. literally worked all day at the fair, and then at night we would go to the bakery at 11 and start making pies till about three and then I would go sleep for a little bit and then I go back to the, to the state fair and do it again and you know what a great blessing you know but it was it was really stressful I mean I can't I can't lie I mean it was really stressful because I don't want to fail you mm-hmm. know the state fair is nothing to mess with and um, but you have to do what you have to do with yeah. five kids with all five kids with a dog with diabetes whatever <laughs> you just have to get it done and that's kind of what you know I believe in Knowing what you know now, and would you knowing all the stress and all the hard work and the long nights and the sleepless nights, I mean, would you do it all over again? I would. Like start from scratch, start from square one, and well, no. Now that I know certain things, I guess I would probably would have thought about a product that could be shippable. Yeah, (laughs) not shippable. I have no shelf life for the most part, so it's a little limiting. But sometimes isn't ignorance is bliss. Yeah. I mean, they say that about having a kid too. You right. know, the time is never right to have but a kid. You just got to yeah. go for it. You can buy these elsewhere, right? Yeah. So we're in f- uh, the the uh, we have four flavors that are you can find in freezer section. Um, if you go to the website, you can there's a we have a locator and you can put in your at your zip code and it'll show you where what stores they have them. And then we are launching hopefully uh, by September our savory pies. So a meat pie with alcohol. How exciting. So let's talk a little bit for all of our p- listeners who like to trek into Stillwater, which is my hometown, mm-hmm. yours as well. You mm-hmm. have exciting news there as well. Yeah, absolutely. So in May, we are moving locations. So we will be um, in a lot more... Um, um, Consumer friendly? Yeah, to- yeah. We're Right now, we're kind of an industrial area, and you can't mm-hmm. find us. Typically, it's really hard to find. So this will be more of a retail presence. You can come in and have pie, and we'll have uh, a local coffee um, creator there as well, and we'll offer classes, and it'll just be like the tipsy pie experience. Nice. That's incredible. So yeah. that's all, it's like wine tasting, but pie tasting. Right. And it's in my neighborhood. And right. I think we're going to be doing one of these podcasts <laughs> from Stillwater, yeah. aren't we? Okay, one of the things we like to do is we, we want to glean from you. We want to learn from you. So we like to ask our guest what is the best advice that you've been given whether it's about life business whatever I would say probably my best business advice would be to stand on a chair and when you're stumped and you look at everybody else going left then just go right up putting alcohol and pie is pretty much going the opposite (laughs) direction taking the path no one's taking right Um, how hard is that to do though and I think especially as women I think we're kind of programmed programmed, to not ask questions and not go against the grain because you're afraid of looking silly right. or stupid or failing. Well, I I don't have a degree in counts or in in business, so for me, for a lot of years, I kind of felt like, oh, I'm kind of a fraud, you know. Like, am I gonna be busted at some point? Realizing that I don't know what what the hell I'm doing, you know. I don't know. I'm just trying to make good decisions. I'm trying to treat people the way I want to be treated. I want to have a business that is sustainable and that is good to other people and gives back. And then I decided I don't. It doesn't matter anymore if I have a degree in business or not because I'm in business. And actually, you know? Sarah, do you think that benefits you because you don't have that business degree and that preconditioned model in your head and you could go with your gut? Yeah. Do you think that was a benefit or a hindrance? I think in some areas it's both. You know, I mean, at some point you have to, you know, like I brought in a business partner because he certainly had a skill set that I don't have. And it's necessary 
further in business because you can really you know get in trouble if you make a wrong decision in some uh, retail areas um, but for the fact of just being scrappy and figuring it out and being honest I think that has been great for me all right Sarah we're gonna take a really quick break but when we come back we're gonna have for you our final flight Three Women and a Bottle of Wine is supported by 515 Productions. 515 Productions is a video production business with base camps in Minneapolis and Des Moines, Iowa. Ian, who's so great, and his crew understand the art of creative storytelling, and they know how to make video look really, really good. Learn more at 515productions.com. Our logo was created by Aaliyah DeSalt, a creativity guru offering art workshops to everyone from business executives to book clubs because we all have untapped creative potential just waiting to be unleashed. You can find her contact information on our website. You can stay up to date on our podcast by checking out our website, threewomenandabottleofwine.com. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where you'll find behind-the-scenes photos and, of course, much, much more. Be sure you don't miss an episode. Subscribe to our show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with our final flight. Sarah Hayden, Sarah's Tipsy Pies. What we would love to know is, tell us a favorite dessert that is not one of yours. I love the banana cream pie at Rival. They have the best banana cream pie ever. Who knew? <laughs> Yum. Uh -huh. <laughs> so good. So between uh, business and five kids and a dog and a husband, how? what's your favorite way to relax? You know, that is such a terrible well, thing because I don't, I don't, don't I, for words. I have a hard time doing that. That's a been a, probably a, f a problem of being as busy and growing the business as much as that I don't really know how to relax. Getting more work done makes me relaxed. All right. All right. Well, want to thank Finnegan's because their beer is amazing. We're enjoying that. Is there a booze that you love to drink, but you would never, ever, ever put that in a pie? No. <laughs> Why not? Open to new things. I, like I it. love it. We're looking for a rum chata something because I do know you love we your rum chata. Yeah. All right, Sarah. Sarah's <laughs> Tipsy Pies. It has been a pleasure having you with us. Thank you so much. And again, we will post on our website or on our Facebook site. Excuse me, where people can find your pies and you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank so you. Much. Yeah. Thanks Cheers. Thank you. Thanks for the pies. Yes, you're welcome. Cheers. Next time on Three Women and a Bottle of Wine, it is our last episode of season one, everybody, and what a journey it has been. As a special bonus, we're sharing some solicited advice on how to live your best life from a number of guests from the last 12 episodes. Yeah, so you don't want to miss this one. That's next week on the podcast. Mm -hmm.